Oh, good morning, gamers. That right there, that is the sound I get to wake up to every morning. That is the sound of United States Navy FA-18 Super Hornets as they're flying around, getting in some training hours, doing some great things. Uh, we in our area like to have a little saying called, it's the sound of freedom. <laughs> it's the jet noise that uh, reminds us that our, our guys are out there every day training to make sure that our country is a safe place to be. So big shout out to the United States Navy. Y'all might keep me up at night sometimes, but I know that the Navy and the rest of the military, my, my, my great branch that I was in the United States Army, y'all doing great things out there still. And uh, we love and appreciate it. Well, gamers, welcome back to yet another episode of Clashing in Traffic. And apparently it's air traffic version this morning. Uh, how is everybody doing today? My name is Catfish. Thanks for hopping on in with me as I drive off to work. So hop on in, buckle up. It's time to go play in some traffic. Y'all, what is happening in the land of Clash of Clans this week? We've had several different little troop events that have been going on. We're in that, that area that's between CWL and between clan games. And that's when we start getting all these different troop events. I know that we've had dragons. I think we had goblins. And uh, you know that I usually like to try to do all those things all at the same time and try to figure out how I'm going to be able to do all those different troop events while also staying in Legend League. Well, I'm not in Legend League. So <laughs> those troop events were super easy. Uh, I actually dropped way down. Uh, I dropped down to Crystal so that I could farm and finish off my walls. I did that, oh, what, what about a week or two ago. Got all my walls finished off. Uh, I have the last mortar is on its way up to max right now. It has a little more than 24 hours left until it is completely maxed out. And then my, my base, my lab, my heroes, my pets, everything will be completely 100% maxed. Now, that is with just the gold pass. That's not buying any other packs. So this update, uh, and like normal, the fall update is typically not a massive one. There's not, there's not usually a lot of content in the fall update because, well, you know, every other one is going to be a little bit bigger than the, than the others. So the fall update's a little bit smaller, and I know that there's a lot of us out there that are either already completely maxed or pretty dang close to it. And uh, that's just with, again, that's just with the gold pass. That's not without having to buy any of the, the other packs that have been going on, even though there were some good deals that came out in the shop. You don't even need to buy those things for the smaller upgrades. That is, or for the smaller updates. That is if you were already near max when that, you know, latest update hit. If you're not near max, then, well, you know, keep on grinding, y'all. Keep on grinding. So down in uh, Crystal League is about where I found the best loot for farming up my walls. Now, y'all know that I have said, as long as I've been doing this podcast, uh, I still believe that Legend League is the best place to farm for buildings uh, and for lab upgrades and hero upgrades. Legend League, if you're at the max town hall level, uh, my loot was always filling up before I had the chance to spend it because of the, the long wait times that you have on all of the builds. Uh, you got to wait for the builders to come available and all that, all that fun stuff, right? Well, when I got down to my last buildings were being done and all I had left was walls where there are no build times, no wait times, I thought, you know what? You can actually get loot faster if you drop down lower and dedicate some time to just, I was just farming with sneaky gobs, y'all. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not looking for 
bases that are giving me a million loot per raid. No, I'm looking to average uh, between oh, like about 400,000 loot every two to three minutes. Uh, so yeah, you might hit next 10, 20 times to look for those 1 million loot raids. And in the time that it took you to get next and find those, I've already hit three or four bases that each gave me 400,000. So I'm ending up getting more loot than you are if you're just constantly hitting next, 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 looking for those raids. I'm not looking for the screenshots of massive loot raids. I'm looking for an average that is going to be getting me a lot of loot very quickly with very little army. Uh, so I was just hunting for collectors on the outside that were full or if they had storages that were easy to get to with sneaky gods, we'll say just a couple uh, super wall breakers or maybe a couple jump spells. Then I was hitting those. Once I finished off the walls, I decided I was going to try to get the unbreakable achievement done. The first of the month, I was sitting at 100... No, not 100. <laughs> I was sitting at 800 defensive wins. I've been playing since 2015. I've always been a guy who likes to push a little bit higher than I probably should have. When I was a Town Hall 9, back when uh, Town Hall 11 was the max, uh, I was sitting up in Champion the Low Titan League uh, just because I liked to I liked to push myself a little bit. So no, I wasn't a massive trophy pusher. I wasn't the guy that took my Town Hall 9 and tried to you know break up into you know Legend Leagues you know. This was back before Operation Blue Skies, so back when Legend League was a little bit different and the lower town hall levels could actually maintain a little bit up there in Legend League. I wasn't that kind of trophy pusher, but I did like to, to push just a little bit to try to be, you know, as, as good as I could. Well, that, that meant that I wasn't winning very many defenses, uh, and, and now that I've been playing for several years and I got to looking at that statistic where I was sitting at only 800 wins after, been, after I've been playing for so long, I thought, all right, all right, let's see if I can accomplish, accomplish this. And I dropped down to uh, Bronze League, and that's where I have been sitting. I've been bouncing back and forth between Bronze and Silver. I usually drop down to like bronze two. Getting down to bronze three um, takes a lot more effort than it's really worth because once you get down to bronze two, every time you, you know, do a trophy drop attack, you're usually only losing one or maybe two trophies. So it's just not worth it because I still end up getting the same number of defenses, uh, whether I'm in bronze one or bronze two. And at the bronze, uh, I'm sorry, whether I'm in bronze three or bronze two, I still end up getting the same number of defenses. So it really, it really doesn't matter. You don't have to push down that low. I did, however, one time push down below, oh, about the 300 trophy mark, which then takes away your league badge completely. And uh, what I didn't realize is if you drop down lower than 300 or you, you lose your league badge, it, it resets your monthly statistics for number of attacks won and number of defenses won. So I no longer had that easily, you know, being able to look at my profile and see how many defenses I've won for the month. I have to do the math, go look at my, my achievement status and figure out how many defenses I have won. Uh, and you know what? Everybody go ahead and, and think of your guesses about how many defenses I could have won uh, just since the first of the month, that's when that's when uh, everything reset. That's when I started to drop out of Legend League. Now, I did spend a little bit of time as I was going, not actively trying to win all defenses because 
I was, like I said, I was sitting in Crystal League doing some some wall farming. So give me your guesses, and later on in the episode, I will reveal what my exact status is, which is actually one of the questions that got posted in the questions for Catfish section. Uh, C-Note wanted to know what my status was on my my uh, unbreakable achievement, because he's one that's been down there doing that for a little while. So we'll go ahead and, and give you that statistic a little bit later in the episode. But uh, yeah, formulate your guesses. How many wins could Catfish have possibly gotten on defense since the first of the month. Now, if you are somebody who, I know there's a few people that I've seen who are joining me in this, and um, if you are somebody who's trying to defeat, or trying to defeat, trying to finish the unbreakable achievement, let me let me ask a couple favors, all right? A few things that we can all do to help each other out just a little bit down here in this in this low, low league level. And I end up seeing the same people over and over and over again. I got to looking at my defensive log, and there was a period of, I think it was six or eight attacks in a row, where it was the same two guys, like every other one, where they were, you know, the one guy would hit me, and then the next guy, and then it would go back to the first one. And it, it seriously was like those six guys right in a row, back to back to back, because they were doing things right. And what do I mean by doing things right? Okay. When you attack somebody, if you destroy anything, any one building, they get a guard. So you end up getting that like 30-minute guard, right? Well, if, if, if I'm somebody who's trying to win a bunch of defenses for that achievement, I don't want the guard, and I don't want the shield. So if anybody comes in and destroys one building, they then give you a guard. And that just bugs me. I went 15 defenses in a row yesterday without taking a single guard. And then one dude had to come in. He dropped his Royal Champion, popped the Royal Champion's ability. She destroyed one, what was it, a uh, an Archer Tower or something, destroyed one building, and then he dipped out. What, what was the point of that? He didn't take any loot. He didn't win the raid. All he did was give me a 30-minute guard and then dipped out. Well, that, that's pointless, guys. If you are somebody who's down there who's trying to do this unbreakable achievement, let, let's let's help each other out, y'all. Uh, just drop your Barb King over in a corner. Don't destroy anything and then cancel the raid. You still get the, you know, you still end up losing that battle so that you're dropping trophies. The guy who you just attacked is winning a defense and didn't end up getting a guard. And that's what I've been doing. Uh, I've been looking, and every time I get a base, I'll find a spot where I can drop my Barb King and then immediately cancel out. Now, that is if there's a spot to safely drop the Barb King. There's a lot of guys. I'm seeing a ton of Town Hall 14s down there. Most of my attacks are against Town Hall 14s or Town Hall 11s. I, I don't get it. I don't know why that is the massive spread. Uh, and this is at like Oberon's 1. Most of the attacks that I'm doing are against Town Hall 14s or Town Hall 11s. Once I get down to, like, Bronze 2, I actually start seeing a lot of Town Hall 9s. So I'm seeing 9s, 11s, and 14s. Yes, I still see some of the other Town Hall levels. I, I, occasionally I'll see a 12. I see 13s. Uh, but it's just kind of funny that most of them are 14, 11, or 9. This whole time, I think I've only seen two Town Hall 10s. What I don't I don't get what that's about. I'm not sure why there aren't any Town Hall 10s being offered up to me. I don't I don't know what the what the deal is with the algorithm about how it matches 
why a Town Hall 14 can see so many Town Hall 9s, but not Town Hall 10s. Um, and it's not, like I said, it's not that I am never seeing any Town Hall 10s, but I'm literally pretty sure I've only seen two of them this entire time that I've been down there. But anyway, about this little bit of, little bit of etiquette, right? Um, so I'm seeing all these Town Hall 14s, and they have these what almost look like spawner bases out because they're trying to spawn uh, all of the obstacles out on the edge. Well, that means there's very little space for me to actually drop a hero without the hero being able to immediately reach out and hit something. So if you are wanting to drop or if you're wanting to win defenses and, and stay down there without getting guards or shields, make sure your base is set up in a way where there's a safe spot, usually over in a corner, for the opponent to drop their Barb King and then dip out. Now, at the same time, I need to maintain loot for war armies. So on occasion, if if there's loot that's easily accessible, I'll go after the loot. But usually I'm just dipping. I am also still trying to complete the season challenges. So one of the season challenges was for destroying elixir storages. So if there were elixir storages out there until I finished that challenge, uh, I was going after the elixir storages. So if I'm trying, if there's a goal other than just dropping trophies, yes, I'm going to end up destroying some buildings and, and I'm going to go after those. But I typically try to do all of that stuff on revenge. And if, when you're down that low, you can actually use that revenge button. Those of us that have been up in Legend League, we don't even get offered the revenge button. If you're up any higher than... Actually, if you're higher than Crystal, the revenge button probably doesn't work hardly at all. Uh, because most of the time, those players that have hit you, as soon as they log off, they're getting attacked and end up getting a guard or a shield. But when you're down that low, the revenge button works. So I'll start going through my defense log and hitting the revenge button. If the person that I am revenging against destroyed any of my buildings, well, I'm giving you a shield. I don't care. You you went in and you gave me a guard and you weren't going after loot. You were just dropping a royal champion, hitting her ability, or dropping a queen, hitting her ability, and then dipping out as soon as you destroyed one building. Uh, I'm going after you and I'm, I'm hitting you for 40%. Um, why 40? Well, 30% is when you get the shield. Uh, 40, just, I don't know, because I want that little bit of extra. Usually it's going to be because uh, that's about the time I push in to get to some loot, and I'll be going after that. So if you hit me and you've taken, you've given me any guard or any shield, if I'm able to revenge, I'm, I'm going to make sure that you end up with a shield. If I'm going down through that list and there's people that have, you know, dipped, all they did was they did 0% damage, I'm doing the exact same thing to you. Uh, I'm going to drop my Barb King and immediately dip out of the attack before he does a chance to do any damage. So I'm giving you a win, not giving you a guard, so that somebody else can go ahead and attack you. Now, a couple times a day, I will log on and I will delete my guard, or I'll delete my shield and then delete my guard. Uh, usually I'll try to make sure that I've got some CC troops in there just in case somebody really is trying to come at me and uh, get all the loot. And I've actually put all of my storages now in the center to try to discourage people from going after it because I uh, always collect my collectors right before logging off so that they are empty and those are actually in a in like the second ring uh, I've got all the the storages in the middle and then a ring that has the collectors and then another ring where I have all of the defenses I'm not you know it's not a very good base if I was up against oh I don't know somebody that was 
really trying to beat it, it would absolutely be easy to beat. But I'm just trying to discourage the people who are coming after one collector or one storage. If you want to come in and get it, it's there for the taking. But I'm, I'm trying to make it a little bit more difficult. Uh, yeah. So if uh, if if you do attack me and you don't, you know, you don't take any any, you don't don't destroy any buildings, then I'm gonna do follow suit and do the exact same thing. And that's, I don't know, I just feel like it's one of those things we can do to help each other out. Uh, just drop Barb King and get out, and then when I come to Revenge, I'm going to do the same thing. But a couple times a day, like I said, I log in, collect my collectors, remove the shield, remove the guard, uh, make sure I've got CC troops, and then I log off. Once you log off, there is about a three-minute cooldown timer before your base goes into the battle queue. If everybody is if everybody's doing this where they're just dipping out immediately, it's you get so many notifications, right? I've got notifications turned on for Clash of Clans for when I'm getting attacked. Uh, and because of being in, you don't get those notifications when you're in Legend League, just because of the way that the Legend League would work. But when you're not in Legend League, you get those notifications. And it is nuts. When people are doing this cool thing where all you're doing is dropping one hero and canceling before you destroy anything. It's like every 10 seconds I'm getting a notification that I'm under attack, I'm under attack, I'm under attack. And that's when I know that everything is running smoothly. If I'm in a place where I actually have the time, as soon as those notifications stop, I know that means somebody destroyed a building or maybe they were going after the loot. If you're going after loot, cool on you. Uh, if, you're, if you're going after one of those buildings as part of the, the, the season challenges, great. If I have the time, I'll log back in then and delete my guard and then let it go again and you'll just you see those suckers roll so like i said yesterday i had a period where i went through 15 defenses in a row uh, before somebody even gave me a guard so that that was awesome i love to see that if i can get 15 defenses in in a matter of about two minutes and then log in remove the guard and have that sucker roll again uh if that all works out or i'm active enough to be able to do that then it shouldn't take hardly any time at all to finish this unbreakable achievement. However, last night, I'm getting ready for bed. And right before I go to bed, I log in, collect all my collectors, remove the guard, or remove the shield, remove the guard, and then go to sleep. The very next person that attacks me must have been going after some clan game, something or other, or it was when he decided he needed to uh, actually win some attacks so that he could get, you know, the star bonus, which is like nothing. When you're down in Bronze League, the star bonus is nothing. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting, getting attacked for a 50% one star and that gave me a full shield. So then I wake up in the morning and I've only taken one defense throughout the night. So that, that kind of sucks, uh, to, to, to take that kind of defense first thing as soon as, as soon as I go to sleep, I was hoping to have a bunch of guys that hit me for either nothing or maybe just a guard because in every 30 minutes, you know, guard expires and you get hit again. Uh, and it's possible to get a lot of defenses in over the night if people are doing that. So, if you're one of those guys that's trying to do this unbreakable, help us out. Um, drop heroes, but don't destroy buildings. Uh, go in and uh, repay the folks in revenge hits that uh, use those guys to complete any of the, the playing game. Well, playing games haven't started yet, but any of the challenges where you need to actually win. Try to do those through the revenge hits against people who maybe weren't as courteous as the rest of us about uh, not giving people guards and shields. 
And then, uh, yeah, maybe maybe if, if some other folks start sharing these things, maybe we'll get some more folks down there doing stuff this way and we can farm up these achievements even faster. Now, the bad thing about this is that I'm not getting very much practice on my real attacks. Um, but I'm also extremely busy outside of Clash right now. Right, y'all know that I've been I've been searching for a new job for a couple weeks now. Uh, still no no news on that front, but uh, not giving up hope because well I can't I gotta gotta find some gotta find some new employment pretty soon, and uh, that that's that's taken up a lot of my time. That's that's got me you know a lot of my focus is is on that. So I really haven't been playing Clash as much. I actually pulled myself out of wars, uh, left Gideon's Keep and, and sitting over in Eden's Edge right now where we have all the, the inactive folks from the family uh, because I just haven't been able to focus that much on, on war. I've got too many things going on in, in the rest of my life. Um, it was funny though that, so we're doing all these 50 V50s in Gideon's Keep trying to level it up and we spin a random war um, and we get matched up against a clan that I know. Uh, I'm actually a guy that's one of the co-leaders in the clan. Uh, used to be one of the co-leaders back with us when uh, me and Dynamite and Proverbs 31, Tribe of Judah, Salmonites, Dustinians, those guys who are all in Knights of Zion and Eden's Edge now, back when we were in Calvinists and Guild of Grace, uh, this guy was one of our clan members. Uh, he's got several accounts, and a lot of them are maxed out all 14s. I'd love to have him back over with us in, in uh, Knights of Zion, but he's in a clan now that I think he's really enjoying. But we do this random 50 v 50 spin, and I'm like, I know the na that name. I know the name of that clan. And then I get to look, and I'm like, oh, yeah, because several of their members are on my friends list in game because it's all this guy's accounts. Uh, so his main account, I think it's his main account, is called Fantastic Four and uh, we matched up against Clan Ice Bears. So shout out to those guys. Uh, I've actually been in their Discord server for a long time. When uh, when F4 ended up leaving uh, Guild of Grace, that was kind of the sign to me because he left, took several of the, some of the best accounts that we had in the clan because he was looking for something a little bit more competitive. And that was kind of the sign to me that things were about to change and, and things needed to change. So I saw where he was and I, I joined their Discord server just to see what they were about. Um, and it's like, no, I'm not ready to leave quite yet. And then ended up getting recruited over into Knights of Zion. So I've been in their Discord server, oh, I don't know, over a year now. And I popped into their little welcome channel because I don't have any of the roles to get me into any of their other stuff. And I was like, hey guys, uh, I've been in here for a while. I'm a buddy of of uh, his other name on his Discord name is Sola. It's like, I've been friends with Sola for a long time, and we just happened to randomly match up against each other. Uh, best wishes, and we got to chatting back and forth and whatever. These guys ended up, they, they beat us. We played like complete and total garbage. Now, we are doing these 50v50s just to get the clan experience points. We're allowing you to, to war with heroes down. Uh, and we've got some folks who... You know, missed some attacks because maybe they they opted out, but we aren't letting anybody opt out. It's supposed to be if you opt out, you're supposed to leave the clan so that we can put somebody else in. So we had a couple missed attacks. I even had a dip fail against a town hall 13 because I was just needing to get an attack in, and we needed we needed some dips. There were no more 13s left, and I just I just started the attack. And like I said, I've been completely and utterly distracted about this this 
job search thing. And as soon as I start the attack, my wife comes in and starts asking me a question about some of the jobs that I've applied to and some of the things, you know, that I'm doing. Um, and I, you know, I started answering her and wasn't really paying attention to the attack and ended up with a stupid dip fail against a 13. Um, so yeah, I, that's when I, I pulled myself out of the clan. I was like, guys, find somebody to replace me. I gotta, I gotta focus on real life at the moment. So I've not been able to get much practice in. Not even, I'm not even in a place where I can do FCs because there's hardly anybody in the clan that I'm sitting in right now because anybody that's active is over in Gideon's Keep. So, yeah, I'm falling behind a little bit on some practice. Hopefully, I'll be able to get back into it and uh, get, a, get a good solid week of practice in before CWL starts back up. But, you know what? CWL, we're in Master League, so it's not really that big of a deal. Um, I'm pretty sure we can wreck some master league bases without without too much effort and we're not trying to promote the clan up into champion league we're, we really want to stay where we can do the 30 v 30s until we get it up to clan level 10 and then we'll we'll all head back over to knights of zion and Eden's edge and continue out continue doing what we normally do what's the goal for gideon's keep again uh either it's going to be an event clan for the family or it's going to be the the new league clan as we do attempt to to break into some more you know some more competitive play uh, and that actually plays into a question that i saw knob asked knob wanted to know if we plan on taking the knights of zion pro i don't think we're actually going to take that clan into any pro leagues i i maybe maybe that's going to be the name that we use but that's that's the active day-to-day -day clan but we do have jericho rising and Gideon's Keep that are both going to be up and be able to be used for events or for league. That was that's why we started the new clan was so that we would have Jericho Rising right now is kind of dedicated to being the event clan for Klaus. Uh, he's it's he's got some Patreon tiers and some YouTube member tiers and whatnot uh, that that allows supporters to come in and do these monthly supporter wars. We're trying to get back into doing that. So Jericho Rising is probably going to be where that happens and then Gideon's Keep can be the clan that gets used by our our pro level guys to actually compete in leagues are is it going to be everybody no because most of the the ESL stuff is going to be 5v5s um, am I going to be involved probably not as a player I might help out with some of the management stuff but I'm just I don't I don't have I don't have the skills that a lot of the guys in our clan do uh, we've got we've got a, a team that is it's very good at what they do. Um, you know, they, they went into the, the the CFF summer scrims and went undefeated, and that kind of gave Big D the itch to to do that a little bit more. Um, one of the guys that's on there, he actually his main account plays for the Clash Champs Pro team. They just got knocked out of the World Championships uh, day one or day two, uh, but Spoker uh, Jesse. He, he plays for Clash Champs, and then we have him help us out in, in CWL with some of his, his mini accounts, sitting Knights of Zion, um, and help us out there. But because he's already on a pro team, he couldn't play for us in a lot of leagues because you, you can't. If you're in, if you're in a league with one account, then most of those leagues that you can't be in it with a second one, especially not on the second team, um, just to you know have some fairness. So any, anything that Jesse is entered into with his main account. We couldn't enter and have him on the team, uh, but we do have others, right? I mean, Big D's no slouch himself. He knows how to how to get the job done. Um, Crackers 
Crackers doesn't actually sit in Knights of Zion. Uh, he used to be, a, he was a longtime member of the clan, but he's from Europe, was looking to do some more. He, he wanted to do some pushing and wanted to be in a push clan. So he's still a member of the family um, and still in the Discord, still maintains a, a somewhat of a, like a leader emeritus role in the Discord server and chats with us and then helps out whenever we have these, these league kind of things. He'll hop in. But he wanted to be with a clan that was geographically based around him so that when they were doing these these pushes, they could all be on at the same time and, and work together on some things. So he's he's a part of the clan, but but not actually actively sitting in the Knights of Zion. But if we were to do a league, I almost guarantee that he's going to be coming over and, and helping out again with the league. And Crackers is one of these guys that he just sees things differently. Uh, he's the secret weapon, I guess, that uh, everybody talked about. Jesse being awesome during the summer scrims, but, but crackers was really the one that had the highest hit rate. Uh, Benjo's another guy that he's playing. Oh my goodness. I don't remember who he's playing for now. Last season he played for um, Invictus nobles, but I think he actually changed organizations and is playing in a, you know, working his way up through some other org level stuff. And uh, he's another dude that just sees things in completely different ways. He's the, the Lalo master. He's uh, he's a guy that just can figure out how to pick apart a base and destroy stuff. So he, he would most likely be on that team. And then Trent is the other guy that was uh, Trent was one of the other guys that was on the summer scrims team and is just he's been on fire, guys. Uh, Trent's been been tearing stuff up. Uh, I believe Hoosier was the final guy that was on the summer scrims league. And Hoosier used to play for Feliani Sports and it's. Uh, chilling with us right now he's actually taking a break from class for a bit but hopefully we'll have him back by the end of the month so we can get back into cwl and then guy that was on my team uh sir telepup is another another guy that could probably go off and do some great things uh with the league stuff so we've got seven or eight guys in the clan who really do have the potential to play at that level and i i think that's Big D's goal is to get those couple guys together and, and have a little bit of a little roster that can go in and do some league stuff. How far would we push and be able to do it? I don't know. I don't want to set the expectations to say that, yes, we're going to win the world championship next year because come on, that's, that's a one in a million chance, right? <laughs> but I hope that we do push a little bit higher into things and, and get at least some of this uh, that are that are operating at that level. Um, what what plan name will they call themselves? I don't know. We'll figure that out. But yeah, that's that's kind of the plan is to at least have the ability for a group of us to maybe not be pro, but at least be competitive. Now, what other questions did we have? Let's see here. Um, Shark asked me what what's my position on strategic rushing uh, am i familiar with it and would i recommend it or condemn it um you know the clash tips podcast is is hitting strategic rushing pretty hard right now and i don't want to go into a whole ton of details because that's that's their niche right now that is that is where their content is and i don't really want to, to duplicate all of the content between um the, all the different podcasts i don't i don't think you know we want to have all of them about the same thing I do know what strategic rushing is. Uh, I myself have never done it. I've, I've been a guy. I enjoy maxing things. I, I, I enjoy completing things. That's, you know, when I play a game, I'm the guy that wants to do all the side quests and, and knock everything out. And to me, the side quest is completing every town hall level, including every piece of wall, every hero, every lab upgrade. I just enjoy doing that before moving on to the next town hall level. 
Uh, and if you if you listen to Call Me T, he's got some fantastic points about how rushing the right way can actually get you to max faster, and it can actually you know help you out. But that that's just not that's not my play style. But I I can appreciate someone who puts the time and effort into thinking it through. So if somebody's we I've always been a proponent of, of maxing out your base, right? That's just the way that I am. That's the way that I like to play. But I also say play the way that you like to play. And if you're getting bored of maxing out the, the base, then yeah, by all means, go ahead and, and hit that town hall and, and head up to the next level. Don't don't just do it to do it though. Have some sort of plan. Follow one of these guides. There's a few guys out there. Uh, Call me T is one of them. There's some other guys that have some strategic rushing guides available. Look at some of the information that's out there and do it a smart way. You're gonna, you're gonna make sure that you have some core um, lab things that you always wanna get to max. You wanna make sure you're focusing on your heroes and getting those up uh, in the right order and in the right manner that's gonna, gonna provide you with the best benefit. And it really, it comes down to how your clan plays also. Because if you were say trying to do it in one of our clans where we're all focused on constantly warring uh, and we don't allow warring with heroes down because we're, we're trying to win wars and you know maybe work on war win streaks and whatnot. And warring with heroes down could be can be an issue. But if you're rushing, your heroes are going to be down a lot because that's what you're focusing on is getting those those heroes up. It, it all depends on on how you're playing, what you like to play, and what the clan that you're in, you know what their play style is. I don't support rushing, but I could support some strategic rushing if it's actually thought out and planned out to where you're still keeping your offensive power uh, at a great level. You're still keeping up with some defense so that I'm not you're not giving up easy three stars uh, somewhere in the middle of the map because of, of your offensive war weight being higher. So I, I've not done it and I don't have any points. I'm not going to give any points or, or tips or anything on how to do it. If you want that, Go listen, go listen to the Clash Tips podcast. Uh, go ch- get into their Discord server and ask questions there. And I know you are, Shark. We've already had this conversation over in their server. Uh, so I know that you were just looking for my opinion on it. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm not somebody that's done it. But if it's done the right way, I could totally uh, get behind some of it. And I'm actually thinking to maybe trying to change some of the way that we think over in Knights of Zion. Well, more specifically over in Eden's Edge uh, about how we think about rushing so that maybe we can get some more 12s and 13s going on uh tank lord asked me do you like your catfish fried baked or grilled come on man there's only one right answer to that and it's fried it's got to be corn you know cornmeal breading and deep fried that that's it right you can do some blacking sometimes you can do some blackening uh but it's it's catfish is best when is deep fried? That's that's where I got my name was because I love eating. I love going out fishing, catching catfish, bringing them back and frying them. And actually, I wasn't even deep frying them. I was pan frying them because I didn't have a deep fryer. So I guess I, I, I misspoke. It doesn't have to be deep fried. It can be pan fried. But hmm, it's cornmeal breading, pan fried, and maybe a little some hush puppies on the side, some collard greens, some beans. Man, that's that's the best right there. Uh, oh, I misspoke. It was Green Arrow who asked if we plan to take KOZ Pro, not Knob. My fault. Uh, Tribe of Judah says, why doesn't Chick-fil-A give out more sauce with them fries? 
we we had this I don't even know. We had this discussion that went on in the COTP pleb server about about sauce packets and salad dressings and whatever. Um, y'all, a lot of fast food restaurants I know from Chick-fil-A because my son used to work at Chick-fil-A. Uh, those sauce packets that you think are free are not free. It costs the company money to be able to do that. And if, if they, they have guidelines to their employees about how many they're supposed to give out for whatever different type of item, Chick-fil-A would actually reward their employees if the inventory of the sauce packets and various other things that were behind the counter, if the inventory of those things that were free to customers stayed at a, a certain level, then the employees would be given extra money on their, their free employee lunch if if they ended up using up more of that inventory than they should have, you know, based on sales and all that, then the employees still got their free lunch that they were entitled to, but they didn't get extra stuff on that free lunch. So, uh, yeah, there, there's there's limits on, on what the employees are allowed to give out. And Chick-fil-A actually, because of this whole COVID stuff, there was actually a point in time when supply and delivery was causing an issue and there, there was an honest goodness shortage on their uh their sauces and whatnot so they weren't even given any out of uh, any extras out it was it was pretty you know held pretty close <laughs> hold on while i go through the gate here good morning, sir. Good morning. Have a great day. thank you you too so yeah that that's why tribe asked me that question uh they will give you extra now they've, they've got their supply you know shortage worked out uh, but they're not going to give them to you unless you ask because, you know, they got to maintain inventory control, y'all. Those things do end up costing the company money. And it might seem like, you know, it might seem insignificant to you as the consumer is one consumer looking for three or four extra sauce packets. But, you know, you multiply that by the number of chicken nuggets and, and orders of waffle fries that they go through every day. That adds up a lot. So anything that they can do to try to save a little bit of money. Uh, in one little spot that multiplied by thousands is an that's an exponential saving. So yeah, I'm not going to fault anybody, any company, who yes, they might look like they're some big multi-million dollar company, but just that doesn't mean you can that you go out and waste money. You've got to still be smart and frugal with your money, uh, and that's that's just one way that they're trying to do that. They try to be frugal with their money, and then the nice thing about them is that they are actually trying to reward their employees a little bit and give their employees a little bit extra if the employees help them save money in that area. So it's a win-win for them. And uh, personally, I think that the sauces that they give me are enough for what I'm doing. And I know that some people, like like my daughter, is she's a sauce fanatic. She always asks for extras. Uh, so there's some folks out there. And, and I think in the end, it all kind of averages out and works out. So... Uh, yeah, if you want those extra sauces, tribe, you go right on ahead. I will, I will see if I can't get some. And, and no, I'm not. I'm not going to see if I can get some extras and send them to you. That, that that's not going to happen. If I get some some Chick Fil A sauce, I'm putting it in my refrigerator and I'm saving it for later because that stuff is like gold, right? Chick Fil A sauce is the bomb. Uh, I love me some Chick Fil A. As a matter of fact, this morning I stopped at Chick Fil A and had some breakfast right before I started talking to y'all. So, uh, yeah, shout out to those guys. Love them. Um, they, they were a great place for my son for his first job. Uh, paid him well, did learn, uh, learned how to do some hard work, ended up giving him a scholarship that helped pay for his freshman year of college. So, 
love those guys and uh yeah hope the best for everybody that, that works for that organization uh what other questions let's see orion um orion says another oh this must be about so last time orion asked um about where i thought new super troops needed to be and i was talking about you know something that would help out on the that, that could be more focused on like a defensive CC super troop. Uh, Orion's response to that says, in response to your follow-up question about what is needed with super troops or troops in general, I think more utility troops is the answer. Trash building, targeting troops for cleanup, not just resources, uh, not necessarily with uh, 40 space either. More troops like the Super Valkyrie that can have a spell-like ability. One that is missing is bats. I'm hoping they add another super witch that is the night witch from builder base think defensive cc with two different witches that could distract and tie up air attacks lalo could possibly be hurt by bats coming from the cc so that that's an interesting point there was that um one of those challenges that we had uh where it was like the the puzzle bases that they do every on, on occasion actually had bats come out it was the base that had every single one of the dragons in the cc including that golden dragon that would come out at the end but it started with bats that were coming out of the cc that could be you know you're right that could be an interesting thing to see coming out gee i wonder if they'll ever add a defensive spell now that we have those spells like you know like skelly spells and um, bat spells i wonder if they would ever add those to the the clan castle at a certain level to where you know you hit one one level of the defensive radius and it deploys the troops and if you hit a different level or maybe it's the same level but it drops some of those troop-like spells that could be interesting anyway back to where orion was saying uh he follows up and says another troop that might be good is one that poisons buildings in a radius around it uh, it can be useful in a quake based army and another thing, a healer variant that grants a shield instead of actually healing. It blocks X amount of damage and occasionally reapplies the shield, maybe as an alternative to only having the Grand Warden's Eternal Tome to block Eagle Artillery, Scatters, and Town Hall Defensive Blasts. So a super troop that provides a shield and not just uh, some sort of healing effect. I could, you know, that could be an interesting thing too. Um... I don't know. I don't know what the next Super Troop's going to be. I know that there's been hints of some sort of hog being in game files, but that was so long ago that I don't know that that's actually something that they have in there. And if it wasn't just a um, a, a file that was named after something, I think there was there was a, a file within the game that was called something similar to Jungle Hog, but that was also about the time that they were starting to add in the textures and the skins and things for Town Hall. Well, it wasn't, maybe it was before Town Hall 14 came out, but it, yeah, it was right around the time that Town Hall 14 was coming out. So they were adding in some of the textures and stuff into the game files, which, you know, Town Hall 14 being jungle, uh, maybe there was just something with the naming conventions with files that, that got somebody confused, but there's been hints of perhaps a jungle hog. Not sure what that could be. I know folks have talked about the, the mega P.E.K.K.A that uh was in that cc for one of those puzzle bases um being a super troop i don't i don't think we're going to see that as a super troop i don't think we're going to see the golden dragon as a super troop either um maybe maybe at some point but that, that uh, those those would take up so much space the pekka already takes up 25 housing space um we're talking if if, if they did that the witch how much how much housing space is a witch take and how much housing space 
does the super witch take now imagine the ratio there between a pekka that takes up 25 and then what its super variant is going to take up um you're not even going to be able to fit one in a maxed out cc if they if they keep those same ratios that they have going on right now between the regular troop and the super troop but who knows i don't know what supercell has planned that's part of the reason i like this it's it's kind of unpredictable and uh it's nice to it's fun to speculate about what's possibly going to be out there but again i don't know it's all pure speculation and i enjoy discussing it and talking about it uh, maybe we'll have to have a voice chat party sometime and, and we'll all get together and and share our wild and crazy ideas about what we think could potentially be coming and what we would love to see um, and speaking of things that you would love to be coming did anybody go and head on to that Reddit post where Darian was asking for quality of life changes. Uh, it's still up there. I don't know that they're still taking new uh, new suggestions on there, but please go find it. At one point, I linked to it in the Discord server and upvote the things that you would like to see. Uh, that, that's just, it's, it's Supercell reaching out to us to see what it is that we would like. And I w the thing that I would like the most is for the folks who play the game to actually give the folks that make the game some feedback. So head on over there to Reddit and, and give them some upvotes on the things that you would like to see. And maybe we'll actually see some of the things that we have voted on and we have suggested get put into the game to make this game even better. I love the game, but you know there's always room for improvement. And, uh, and hopefully they will take some of our input and run with it. All right, so let's go back to that question from the beginning about my progress on the Unbreakable achievement. Uh, I know C-Note asked, and I said, you know, come up with your guesses, guys. Well, since October 3rd, so October 1st is when the trophies reset, uh, put all of us who were in Legend League back down to 5,000. took me two days to get out of Legend League. Didn't win any defenses while I was trying to get out of Legend League. Uh, but so October 3rd is when I finally got out of Legend League, did my drop down to Crystal. And then it was a few days after that that I dropped down to bronze and really started the push to to uh, get to the unbreakable achievement. So since October 3rd, I uh, have won 403 defenses. So I'm sitting at 1,203 defensive wins right now. And that, uh, if I can go in and remove my shield every oh every couple hours if i can go in and remove the shield and the guard and then i can get 15 to 20 uh, defensive wins within a, a like a four hour time block is, is kind of what i'm ho hoping to average from here on out so hopefully it won't take me too long but it's still going to take a, a long while to get those 5,000 defensive wins uh, if if in about two and a half weeks i was able to get 400 wins and i'm still sitting at 1200 uh yeah that's a that's a long ways off from from 5000 so we'll we'll see what happens there guys it's I'm not really racing anybody cuz it's a it's it's not a race you really want to win it's just tedious go in remove shield remove guard and uh drop trophies remove shield remove guard drop trophies it's it's not a fun way to play but it's one of those achievements that I don't have and I'm hoping that I can get it so that that's that's where I'm at that's where my progress is all right, now, last segment. What's the new stuff, y'all? What do we got going on? Uh, it is now the Clash of Ween update for Clash of Clans. That got released into the app stores uh, as an optional update on Monday. So if you haven't seen it yet, please make sure you go into your app store and, and update it. Um, it's got the, the new loading screen. It also brings in a couple events that we have coming up. 
And one of those events is going to be with the Royal Ghost. That's right, y'all. The Royal Ghost is back. Don't have any details yet on if it is has the exact same stats as it did last time. If it if it did, then man, y'all get ready for some crazy attacks because those Royal Ghosts were fantastic. Uh, they were incredibly OP. Uh, it, it's nice that they're going to be sitting here between the periods when we have the qualifiers and the World Championships going on. I don't I think they're probably going to be gone and out of game before any other round of the the official league start back up because uh, those troops were OP if you knew how to use them and they're, they're they're fun right they're invisible like a sneaky gob for I want to say it was like the first 12 seconds of their attack but they would go after anything so you could clear out some trash on the outside ring and send those things in and they would walk through walls while they were invisible and take out whatever you wanted, whatever they targeted first. Uh, so they weren't just targeting storages and, and collectors and whatnot. Uh, the, the Royal Ghosts were fun. Um, they were noisy. Make sure you turn your sound on for at least one attack when those guys come out. And then you're probably going to immediately want to turn it off because they do get rather noisy. Uh, I suggest pairing the Royal Ghosts with the Party Warden uh, so that you'll constantly hear him yelling party while the Royal Ghost is moaning and groaning. And uh, I don't know, maybe throw on the, the Party King skin too so that you can get some uh, some rock music played in the background. Actually, I'm running with my Skeleton King and my Autumn Queen. Uh, rumor has it that the Autumn Queen got some slight texture modifications in this, this uh, optional update on Monday. Uh, let me know what you think. If anybody has an old screenshot of the autumn queen supposedly there were some changes a slight change to the color of her hair and maybe like the, the length of the skirt on her dress I, I don't know some people i'm not looking at all of that I, I just saw that there was a leak in there that said that they thought that there were some potential changes to the textures i don't know but if anybody has an old screenshot of the autumn queen skin post it up in the discord and we'll, we'll take a look at it uh now the new loading screen all right if we look at the new loading screen, take a, it, for some of y'all, it probably loads really quickly. So either take a screenshot or go go uh, find a, a copy of it on the official Supercell uh, forums, or not the forums, on their, their uh, social medias or, or whatever. Find a screenshot of the loading screen. Now look, in the center, just slightly off to the right, is the Royal Ghost. He's there on the loading screen. Awesome. Uh, we we kind of figured he was coming back. There were some rumors that he was coming back, and I'm glad to see him. Uh, a little bit further to the right of that, you're going to see a barbarian with a pumpkin on his head. Now, he's not just a normal-looking barbarian, though. He looks a little bit buffer than the normal barbarian. So is it either just a super barb that happened to get a jack-o'-lantern put on his head, or do we have the pumpkin barbs back? Uh, pumpkin barbs were cool. The, the pumpkin on their head essentially acted as a shield so that that pumpkin absorbed 100% of the first attack that they took, and then they had essentially the you know similar hit points and whatnot to regular barbarians. But that was great that they could take one extra shot of anything, didn't matter what it was, they took that first shot uh, on their shield that was their pumpkin. So if, if you've got those guys trained up, if you're doing any sort of any sort of barge attacks or whatever, go roll with those guys and, and they, they'll get you further into the base. Now, something else if we look at that loading screen. So I said that the Royal Ghost was kind of in the center. Almost dead center, maybe just a little to the left. In the background, there is a, a home village. And right there in the middle, on what looks like the outskirts of the walls, there's a Tesla 
but it's the mega Tesla, not a regular hidden Tesla, not the giga Tesla that shows up in the, in the town hall 12, but the mega Tesla from the builder base looks like it's sitting there in the middle of what is a home village. Um, there's no other builder base stuff around. At least I can tell there's a lot of background stuff that's kind of out of focus, but it certainly looks like there's a mega Tesla in the home village. So where we, are we getting a gear up for a Tesla? Um, Supercell has said in some recent interviews, uh, and I'll, I'll try to find uh, the source. There's a guy on Reddit that posted some, some uh, quotes from Darian from a couple of his interviews. But he said that there's two pretty, pretty big updates that are going to be coming in 2022. Uh, we have to assume that one of them is going to be 2000, it's going to be the Town Hall 15. Uh, the other is going to be whatever this awesome update that he was talking about when he was uh, did his interview with McKenzie Gaming um, that I feel is going to be more management kind of stuff and not so much content. There's going to be a massive content update, and I think there's going to be whatever Darian is saying is awesome that's not necessarily content but is, is other things. But they, they've said that once those are done, that those are already planned, that they're already working on them, they've already got stuff going, that once those two somewhat major updates for 2022 are done, that they do plan to do some builder hall stuff. They do want to add some content, whether that's a new builder hall level or just some changes. I don't know. Um, I don't even know if Supercell completely knows. Like I said, they're they're working on the other content for the home village, and that once they are done working on that, they will start devoting some resources towards working on the builder hall. So maybe maybe that's a little bit of a sneak peek for future or. Maybe it was just some filler space for some artwork that they wanted to toss in there. Uh, I know somebody else thought that said that they thought that the witch that is uh, to the right side of the loading screen potentially looks like a night witch from the Builder Hall or from Clash Royale. Same thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it looks like a night witch or not. Uh, yes, there are bats above it, but those could be from the bat spells because right underneath the witch is skeletons being spawned out of the ground. She doesn't have feet, but the witch actually kind of floats. That's always been in any of the Clash of Clans media. The, the witch doesn't really walk on most things. She kind of just floats along the ground. So I'm not sure if that's a night witch or a regular witch. I, I kind of lean towards it just being a regular witch. But let me know what you guys think. Take a look at that loading screen. Grab a screenshot and zoom in. Look around and see if you can find anything. And yes, guys, there is a banana in the loading screen. So go find that banana. There tends to always be a banana hidden somewhere. Why? What is the conspiracy theory about the bananas? I want, I'm serious, guys. What's the conspiracy theory for the bananas? Uh, I want folks to to drop their stories. Uh, I'm going to add a channel to the Discord uh, for banana theories. That's all I want in it, right? I want I want some crazy, massive theories about why there are bananas hidden. Let's let's you know keep it in line with the way that we do things in our our channels and on our Discord servers, but. Let's hear them, guys. Uh, and if you want to, like, somebody post a theory, and if you want to expand upon that theory, turn that post into a thread on the Discord so we can keep all these theories together. And let's find out who can come up with the wackiest, uh, yet still plausible theories about what's going on with the bananas. And maybe we'll send some of those crazy ideas up to Darian and, and see if, if we can get some acknowledgement out of him about why there are bananas hidden in almost every one of the sceneries and in a lot of the pictures that get published in-game. Uh, so let, let's do that. That's going to be the challenge this month. Come up with your crazy ideas, 
and post them in this new channel that I'm going to put on the Discord, and we'll see who can come up with some fun stuff. You know, I like to to encourage some creative stuff, some creative ideas, and some great banter, and I think that's going to be something fun that we can have. Well, guys, I think that is going to be about it. And as I'm wrapping this up, I can see that my village is currently being raided. And hey, look at that. It is currently being raided again. So that means I'm up to 405 defensive wins now. So just as I was sitting here the last couple minutes talking to y'all, I'm starting to get hit again. And I'm going to assume that since those little notifications stopped, that somebody gave me a stupid guard. Guys, if you're attacking down there in Bronze League and you're not going after loot, don't give the guy a guard. Be nice. Just hit it and dip without destroying a single building. And that's going to be it, guys. I hope that y'all have a fantastic week playing in Clash of Clans. I got to head on out there and uh, get some work done and then hopefully get some job hunting done. Until next week, y'all stay safe and have some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.